You're listening to Pushing It Uphill, and we are literally pushing it uphill. It's time for another update from the road. Well, for all of our listeners, it's been planes, trains and automobiles today for, well, the two of us. I didn't get on a plane, but it's been trains and automobiles. Peter, here we are. We're in the uh, beautiful city slash town of Truro. Uh, and we've had quite a long day. Do you want to? Can you even describe sort of <laughs> how your day started and 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 where you've ended up? Well, um, my day and my wife Lorraine started in Athens. We've spent the last fortnight sailing, stroke uh, motoring, because there wasn't a lot of wind in the uh, Dodecanese Islands of the Aegean, over uh, on the Turkish side of the Aegean Sea. Uh, we went in close to Turkish territorial waters a couple of times, but uh, we went to about eight different islands over there and uh, only got one ride in, and that was on the island of uh, Kos, rode up to uh, sort of a hilltop village and on a local... Um, Cruiser bike, which I hired for the day at very reasonable rates. Uh, not the greatest climbing machine I've ever been on. It could have been the basket on the back that uh, added a bit of extra weight. But anyway, well, I got up there, did about 30k. That was my last ride. The rest was all swimming, uh, paddle, uh, stand up paddle boarding, and uh, a bit of working on the winches and uh, hauling on the sheets and throwing out the lines and uh, enjoying the beautiful uh, waters of the Aegean. So that's been my preparation. <laughs> Let's hope it, it does the job. But today started out in Athens and we flew, flew to London and then uh, through the miracle of the uh, London transport system, uh, rendezvoused with you at Maidenhead Station in the car, which you'd picked up this morning. Tell us about your day, Adrian. Yeah, a bit of a logistical one. We got up, my wife and I, and we walked to the bike shop, uh, ready for it to be open at 9 o'clock. It was about an hour and 15-minute walk there. So we were up early, got there at 9 o'clock, and it didn't open until 10 o'clock because I got the bike shops mixed up. It's typical me. So we went and did a bit of sightseeing around Tower Bridge and London Bridge, uh, grabbed the bikes, walked them over London Bridge. i to uh, just add that these are not bikes that Adrian bought today for the first time off no. the showroom floor. These are hire bikes. Yeah. These are hire bikes, the Oros. Uh, yeah, so we uh, we uh, walked the bikes to Monument Station and got on the tube and went down to Victoria Station, then walked the bikes about, a I don't know, a mile and a bit to the uh, rent-a-car place uh, where we uh, picked up our... Uh, what is it? It's the uh, Nissan Qashqai? <laughs> yeah, the cash cow. Yeah. The cash cow. Yeah. And uh, we absolutely, uh, yeah, we chucked the bikes in and went back to our hotel. We grabbed the uh, the bike rack, put it on the roof and, uh, yeah, had a bit of a, had to sort of reset putting that up. So we, um, driving around London uh, in absolutely horrendous traffic, Thinking we were going to be late to get to you guys, we were meant to be meeting you at uh, at Reading Station uh, when you landed at Heathrow because we didn't want to drive with bikes on a rack at Heathrow. Turns out uh, you couldn't. The train cancelled. There was a bit of problem on the Elizabeth line today. So, but anyway, that ended up being serendipitous. It uh, it helped in the end, which I might talk about shortly. But uh, anyway, we managed to. We got out of the station at Maidenhead, so we didn't get all the way to Reading. We decided to 
pull the pin thanks to uh, the unavailability of the train and uh, and I'm just about to send you uh, a Slack message. Uh, we're here. We'll be waiting out the front. And Lorraine said, here comes a car with bikes on the top. And, you know, within about five minutes of us coming out of the station, you arrived to pick us up. So, And we'd... Uh We'd been exchanging text messages on Slack. You were going, "Oh no, looks like the train's cancelled," and you, 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 you were going through a fair bit of stress. What happened, Peter? Uh, well, at um, a station down the line, the first one out of uh, Heathrow, you've got to head west to Hayes and Harlington on the Elizabeth Line, and then get onto the uh, the uh, National Rail service to get to Reading where we'd initially talked about meeting and um, well we got to the first station away from Hayes and Harlington and uh, the train stopped and the driver didn't know why um, it, and then all of a sudden he says well it's been cancelled and then I looked around and realised I was missing one bag <laughs> and it could have only been one place. It was back at the previous station where we got on, Hayes and Harlington. And and so we got off the train, which wasn't going anywhere anyway, went over to the other platform, went back one station, and uh, I came onto the platform, rushed up to the bridge over the top to get to the sta- line that I'd decided the platform I'd been on, and here's the station master with my bag. I could have kissed him, I tell you. <laughs> Fred... You're an absolute champion, son. Whether you, I don't know if you work for London Transport or National Rail, but uh, he was uh, very jolly and happy that he'd been able to help out. So, phew, what a relief. Luckily, all my siphon gear was in my other bag anyway, so I wasn't that desperate that I thought this has put the kibosh on our whole enterprise. But uh, just the vagaries and the, you know, the slip-ups that happen along the way in international travel. So uh, we uh, picked you up and we've been in a, on a car ride that's probably taken five hours to get down to Truro because there were several stops along the way. For people who want to complain about roadworks in Tasmania, we uh, on the motorway, the M4 got stuck. M5, I think it was. Uh, it was it? the M5, yeah, yeah right, got yeah. stuck. And there was, I don't know why we stopped the first time, but we did and we sat there for ages and then we kept going. The, the second time... There we are stopped and you could see down the road there was a whole bunch of stuff happening. There was police cars and there was flashing yellow lights. The old bill was out in force, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, finally we get going after waiting for ages, but we were happily listening to uh, Test Match Special, listening to the cricket um, in the uh, World Test Championship. And uh, we go past this completely burnt out car and then about... 50 metres down the road, there is an absolutely distraught guy on the road and he was in, like, athletic gear. I thought he might have been running or something, but he, it must have been his vehicle that had just, you know, it was like a part of Dark Mofo, you know, burning know cars. it was an electric vehicle that had just combusted. The, the battery had fused and <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, we had about three or four different stops for various reasons along the motorways. But anyway... We're, we're here and we're ready to go. We've got our bikes, we've got the Oros, and we'll have a photo uh, as a part of this podcast with us with our bikes. They're very flash. They're black with gold writing yeah, and they've... They're uh, fast. Don't they look fast? 
They look pretty fast, and we've got them all pretty much set up, ready for tomorrow. We had the tape measure out, which it proved to be completely useless, all this preparation. Nathan Earl gave us some tips, and we've just thrown them all out the window. Sorry, Nathan. Who incidentally won the Tour of Japan, for listeners who listened to that we, episode? We, we set that up perfectly, didn't we? We interviewed him and and uh, and actually gave him no room to move. He had to come home a winner because <laughs> we'd, uh, we'd bunked him up so much. But, wow, well done, Nathan. We're very proud of you. So uh, day one is tomorrow. We've turned our first pedal in anger, or it's going to be joy, because we were uh, driving down and just the the countryside down here in uh, through Devon and Cornwall is absolutely picturesque and beautiful. So we and um, lush and green. It is a green and pleasant land. Uh, apparently, hasn't rained here for for a month. So, uh, but it was a bit windy, Adrian. That's. Uh, I hope that sort of blows out overnight because I think it might be in our faces if that continues. Yes, we might have it on the nose. So uh, to all of our listeners out there, we're um, we're as ready as we can be. The drink bottles are filled up. Uh, the Allen keys have been working furiously adjusting the bikes uh, and we're ready to rock to uh, to do our La Jog ride. Uh, so thank you to everyone. Thank you to uh, Muscular Dystrophy Taz and a shout out to Declan and his class who are following our ride as we go. So um, we actually uh, came through Bridgewater today, which is quite fitting, didn't we? So uh, all you bridgy high kids, uh, yes. there's another Bridgewater over here in England. Yeah, they spell it a bit differently. Yeah. We'll point that out. We'll get a, a photo of that as, as we go. But uh, thanks for listening to Pushing It Uphill. We're uh, we're as ready as we can be, uh, and it doesn't matter if we're not ready because too bad. Yeah. We start tomorrow when we can't stop. So uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and a big shout-out to Andrew from Creative Imagery, who uh, this is our first podcast he's going to edit for us on the road. So thanks for that, mate. And uh, we'll we'll speak to everyone tomorrow after the end of day one, I suppose, if it goes well enough. Yes, thank you to all family and friends who have been such a support to get us this far, including uh Captain Richard and the crew on day one, who I've been sailing with. They're big fans of the podcast now. So uh, stay with us, folks. Uh, First 40 miles in front of us tomorrow. Let's hope we do you proud. Thanks for listening to Pushing It Uphill. Remember, every dollar you donate to our ride for Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania goes directly to help purchase a wheelchair-accessible vehicle for a family in southern Tasmania as they meet the many challenges muscular dystrophy throws up in their lives. You can find the link to donate in our show notes. Thanks to our in-kind sponsors who have helped us along the way. Corcoms, Creative Imagery, Trail Science, Cradle Mountain Wilderness Village, the Tasman Hotel and the Coles Bay Triathlon. 